Hello and welcome to Heroes Johnny's Reviews and part 4 of House of Eden. My look at Halloween House, better known as Hocus Pocus. This is a movie that kicked off my obsession with all things spooky, Halloween and witches. When I was in high school back in 1993, all my friends went to go and see this and I was left out in the cold. I had to wait until the thing came out on VHS before I could see this, and when I rented this, I loved it straight off the bat. Okay, this is a fairly corny Disney story of three child-killing witches, one with all the power, one half-dog, and the other a bumbling, idiotic cat. Hmm. Which is sure does a lot of hissing in this, so I'm guessing cat. This was five years in the making and is Bette Midler's love letter to Disney villains such as the Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland. Coming out 25 years ago and with an army of followers, I think the only movie that is this popular, that is non-horror, that is, is A Nightmare Before Christmas. Check my archives. With its take on Salem Witches and its not quite family friendliness, here it is, Hocus Pocus. With its $28 million budget, this thing pulled in $39.5 million and a cult icon was born. Not bad for a made-for-TV movie that just happened to have big actors and actresses in it. On to the podcast format, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. The good being anything I find entertainment or great about said movie. The bad is anything that is ridiculous or stupid about said movie. And the ugly is anything I find in bad taste or is just plain ugly. One thing I will see before diving into this, is you can make a drink game out of this, such as take a shot every time someone says virgin, or every time Danny says something smart arse, or every Disney character you see on screen, such as Captain Hook, the teapot from Beauty and the Beast, etc, etc. That may make Halloween night go smooth, as you have to wait for little deers to fleece you out of sweets and money. Anyway, let's see if this is just a bunch of hocus pocus, or can this still cast a spell on me? Here it is. Hocus Pocus. Starring Bette Midler, Kathy Jimmy, Sarah Jessica Parker, Omar Katz, Thora Birch, Vanessa Shaw, Sean Murray and Doug Jones. Directed by Kenny Otega. The plot. 300 years ago, three sisters were hung as witches, but before they died they cast a spell to bring them back from the dead. 300 years later, a Californian virgin teenager accidentally brings the three back on Halloween night 1993. Now him, his little sister and his girlfriend, also a talking black cat, must stop them before they steal the life force of all the children in Salem. Can the three witches be stopped or is the tomb doomed? Okay, here we go, my first good. These sets are impressive, from the Sanderson House to the 1693 Salem Woods. As I said, this was a TV movie that just happened to have um, Bette Midler in it, and hence it was released in the cinema. My first bad, Thackeray Binks, played by Sean Murray of NCS fame, had to run through real woods barefoot to chase after Sarah Sanderson, played by Sarah Jessica Parker of Sex and the City fame, after she kidnaps his little sister Emily, played by Amanda Shepard, after Sarah uses her enchantment spell on her. According to the new behind the scenes on the 25th anniversary of Blu-ray, he had to run through this woods several times and take that fall down the hill barefoot several times. He also noted the wooden cross around his neck got caught on branches and snapped. So under the scene, this is just two twigs glued together. Also, for years I thought his name was Zachary, not Thackeray. Mm, interesting. On to my first ugly. The way Winifred 
treats her three sisters. She's always putting them down or hitting them. And I know her father was Hell's Greatest Warlock. And Mary's was a bloodhound, hence why she can smell kids. And Sarah's was the village idiot's cat, hence why she's hissing a lot. As a complete moron. For some reason, the idiot's cat is still an idiot. But they all have the same mother. Shouldn't she be better or nicer to her little sisters? Okay, I get it as a play on the Three Stooges, but come on, still, she's a bit of a bitch to these poor girls. Another good. The makeup effects to make Winifred Sandor, played by Bette Midler, of Beaches, Ruthless People, Big Business, First Wives Clubs, and of course, a singing legend. And Mary Sanderson, played by Kathleen and Jimmy, of Sister Act, Chickmore Archives, King of the Hill, and Wally. Also, Sarah is impressive, and I never noticed how old and hag-like they look like in the start of this movie, before they steal Emily's life force. I mean, the practical effects are quite good in this movie, for, as I said, as a TV movie, that just was given a slightly bigger budget because of Bette Midler. My second bad, no trial for the sisters, no dunking in water, no weighed down with stones, just straight to the hanging. Still, at least it's not burning at the stake, because no witches were actually burned at stake in Salem, they were all drowned or hung. Another ugly. The village elders chase away Binks, so he must live alone with the guilt of losing his baby sister for 300 years. Another good. This is so quotable. Oh look, another glorious morning. Makes me sick. I've always wanted children. I think I'll have one on toast. Etc, etc. This movie is just so quotable. Another bad. Max thinks Halloween was made up to sell candy. No, All Hallows Eve is Samhain or Sowen. It is the one night of the year where the spirits of the dead can supposedly interact with the living and why people dress up is to hide in plain sight away from the demons. Why is there a jack-o'-lantern? Why well, has to light the way for the dead family members into the house to warm themselves by the fire? It's not all sweets, candy and drinking, also dressing like sluts. And I ought to make him watch Halloween 3 for his cheek. Mm. Another ugly. That horrible tie-dye outfit, Max, played by Omar Katz of Area Indiana fame, whereas when we first meet him, was tie-dye real with a big in 1983. Mm. Another good. Winifred's spellbook is straight out of Evil Dead, bound in human skin and written in blood, given to her by Satan himself. Plus, the animatronics are great, as that little eye thing looks all around the place. Another bad. Within seconds of meeting Alison, played by Vanessa Shaw of 40 Days and 40 Nights, the Hills of Eyes remake, and 310 to Yuma. Max hits on her uh, cocky little shit much, plus you can tell he is gay, and she's a last minute casting, as these two have no bloody chemistry. On to another ugly. Max's parents, Jenny, played by Stephanie Ferrese, and Dave, played by Charles Rocket, are naive and dumb, like most Disney parents, although in saying that, I'm surprised he has still has both. Uh, doesn't Disney hate parents and have to kill at least one of them off? Mm. Another good. The exterior locations are great. Spot the Friends Fountain when they celebrate burning the witches alive. Also, the house from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Check my archives. Another bad. The Bullies Ice, played by Larry Bagby, and Jay, played by Tobias Jelinek, are annoying as all hell. And let me tell you something. Who was For someone who was actually bullied in the 90s, they would have stole the bike, the jacket, and the shoes, not just the Nike Air Classics. I mean, come on, really? They'll have him away with his fancy new bike. Okay, then. Another ugly. 
these three little girls, dressed as the Sanderson sisters, steal the brooms and fly off. Rude much? Also, sickle bait? If that's true, what the hell is it? It's been 25 years already! Make it so! Another good. Once the black flame candle is lit by a virgin, <coughs> Max, the sisters return and run amok, 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 amok. <coughs> also, Binks talks, voiced by Jason Marsden, who also dubbed Thackeray. Note, there actually was a full moon on Halloween night in 1993. Another band, Danny, played by Thora Birch of American Beauty, Ghost World and Dungeons and Dragons, is an annoying, spoiled little brat that will get away with murder. Is it Roy? I wanted one for to actually eat her at the end of this movie. She's so annoying. Another Ugly. Maxie's terrible Boris Karloff impression when they break into the high school to burn the Sanderson sisters alive in the kill. What the fuck? They actually rejoice by burning these three witches. Okay, I get it, they're evil and shit, but come on. Rejoicing? Um, bit much. Another good. The effects, news for the magic, are good for a 1993 TV movie, that is. On to another band. One of it raises her cheating boyfriend, Billy, played by Doug Jones of Hellboy Movies, Pan's Labyrinth, Fallen Skies, and a bye-bye man as a zombie to kill the children. Then why did he help them in the end? Note, it took two and a half hours to put him in the makeup and 45 minutes to get it out each day. Another ugly. Max leaves Ice and Jay to die after taking back his trainers or sneakers. Fair enough, they were bullying, but come on, still, they left him to die. Charming. Another good. It makes sense that Binks couldn't talk until Max lit the black flame candle. Otherwise, why didn't he tell his father he was a black cat instead of being 300 years alone? Hmm. Of his immortal life. Another bad. The Devil, played by Gary Marshall, the director of Pretty Woman, and his little woman, played by Penny Marshall, are just in us for bad humour and note their brother and sister. What was the point of these two for crying? Oh, so that little dog was actually a cafe in the Jimmy's. Another ugly. Winifred, instead of taking Ice or Jay's life force or any of the dozens of children brought in by Sarah's song, she decides to kill Danny out of vengeance. Why? She literally had hundreds of people coming to the bloody house. Why don't you steal one of them? Then go after Danny. I mean, okay, I get it. It's, it's your vengeance, but come on. You had less than 20 minutes before the sun rose. Kill one of the innocent ones, then go after Danny. The little smart, smart nose little bitch. Hmm. Anyway, on to another good... The flying effects are great, although only Sarah Jessica Parker liked being in the rig. The other two hated it. Another bad. Once Winifred finds out nothing is real, i.e. Halloween is overrun by kids, then why didn't she get Sarah to sing right away and gather kids, instead of waiting until the final hour of the night before getting Sarah to sing to entice the children into their lair? That makes no bloody sense. And my final ugly. The sticky sweet ending as Thackeray is reunited with his sister in the afterlife once the sisters are dead. Another good, Bette Midler has a blast playing the evil Winifred. In fact, as I said, this is one of her favourite movies. Another bad. When Winifred puts a spell on all the adults in town, why didn't the spell work on Max and company? After all, they were unshielding their ears also, shouldn't it be under a spell too? Hmm. Bette Midler singing, I'll put a spell on you, and now you're my, 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 so long. <laughs> uh, also, the backing dancing done by Kathleen and Jimmy and Sarah Jessica Parker is a bit much cheesy and fun, but a bit much, and I love it. It's just camp personified. Another bad. After roasting alive, the Sanderson sisters, Max and company go home and find out their parents haven't returned from the party. 
So they sleep for five hours, even though they know the adults are under a spell. What in the fuck? Another good. Ice and Jay get their comeuppance, and they're captured and tortured by Sarah. And my final bad. When Max has the three sisters down and out, why didn't he just sit in the car waiting for the real sun to rise instead of just driving off like a bloody idiot? Okay then, my final three goods. Billy turns on Winifred after he tears open his mouth and his so shot mouth that is because she killed him 300 years earlier and so his mouth shut not even to tell his secrets or her secrets are in the afterlife. And note, that was real moths Doug Jones had in his mouth. Mouth at least six, I think it was. Another good. Max drinks Winifred's potion to save Danny's life. Oh, God knows why. <laughs> and my final good, the effects used to turn Winifred into stone as the sun rises are great. And I think, don't quote me this one, but I think Bette Midler has one of these statues. There was seven made, I believe. <laughs> and I love the fact how they all just turn to dust. Boom! when the sun finally rises. So, that was Hocus Pocus, a cult classic Disney movie. That somehow doesn't get under my... That somehow doesn't get on my tits. I can't stand the house of the mouse, you see. Yet, it's not without its problems, i.e. Danny. The effects are good, the script is fun, this is light and fluffy, kiddie-friendly entertainment. Perfect to put on in the background while you're carving your pumpkin. I'm going to give this thing a 7 out of 10. I come back for my third year anniversary podcast, what would be Beetlejuice? And my Halloween special is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. November is No Scare November. I look at scary movie movies. December is Festive Fear 2. I look at Child's Play and Better Watch Out, etc, etc. January is John Camter Classics 2, which is Escape from New York and Dark Star. And February is Love Sucks Vampire Movies. So don't forget to share, like, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod. Or email me your suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other horror franchise podcasts of Hellraiser, Psycho, Omen, Resident Evil and more. Also, my solo podcast of Trick or Treat, Jason vs. Freddy, The Fog and many more. A bye-bye. Now, I'm off to put a spell on you. Oh, God. I say it's a bye. Up or maybe up and down. I say it's a bye.